the guy in the head when he was down as part of a bar fight. And no, no, that's not okay. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way every Monday through Friday, bright and early in the morning. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates. If you hadn't heard the news yesterday, on March 13, in Costa Mesa, California, outside a bar, Claypool and some friends uh, were present for what could very routinely be described as a bar fight. I'm sure there are all kinds of technical legalese terms for it. It's just, it's a bar fight. One guy was being a real scumbag to a lady, so a bunch of other guys basically started to beat him up. So let's start off with the premise that the guy being the scumbag had something coming to him. All right? I don't want to make him sound like some innocent victim here. And then after the guy is down, according to the police video that's obtained by TMZ, you see Claypool coming in late and kicking the guy, meaning the scumbag, in the head. And then somebody kind of pulls him away from it, and that's the extent of it. Only it's not the extent of it. It's just not. Because this is where common sense has to apply. When you're in these settings like this, you're not doing anything wrong. Claypool's completely within his rights to go to a bar every bit as much as anyone who is of age can do. He's within his rights to drink. He's within his rights to do any number of things that were happening that night. But there's got to be something that kind of kicks in. You know, where you cross a line and you say, hang on a second, hang on, hang on. I play for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are part of the National Football League. National Football League is something that is supposed to represent something. Maybe I shouldn't go kick the guy's head. How about that? And that didn't happen. That didn't happen. And that's that's a worry. That's a worry. I, I, I'm not someone who's picked on Claypool. I really even talked about his personality at all because I've yet to meet the kid. You know, think about it. He showed up last year via Zoom call. He was in training camp talking to us once a month via Zoom call. Regular season, maybe once every two weeks via Zoom call. Never met the kid. Never met the kid. I have nothing to say about his personality or who he is. But I do know that what's exhibited here acted out in real life and unless there's other you know explanations to be had for this and I from reading everything that I read there really there really aren't this is this is not a great look this is not something that's encouraging 
for his future in Pittsburgh, his future in general. Yeah, I know. I, I can hear you say that. He's a kid. Give a break. He's a kid. Um, no, you're not. No, he's not. When you're that age, if you're still working at, you know, I don't know, a local store or you're, you know, doing something like you're an artist or, or whatever it is that you're just, you're not tied to some broader entity. Yeah, I mean, whatever. You can be a kid at his age. But when you're part of something bigger, you are expected to grow up in an accelerated way. I don't compare the military to anything, but just for the sake of it, you know, when you go into the military, they don't care how old you are. You just have to behave a certain way. When you join a college football program, you're expected to behave, to conduct yourself a certain way. When it go to the NFL, it's heightened that much more. And this isn't okay. This isn't okay with the Steelers. This isn't okay with the NFL. It isn't okay with anybody involved in those two entities. And you got to be thinking about that. you got to have that at least flash through your mind in that moment. I'm not piling on here. Again, I don't even know him. I couldn't care less, by the way, that he's Juju's buddy and they do some social media stuff together or whatever. That doesn't interest me in the slightest. What does interest me is having championship-type character in a player who's this important to the team. This portion of Daily Shot is brought to you by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need assistance with workers' comp, who filed for medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG, as they're known, pride themselves in doing what they say they're going to do. It's important to them that when they make you a promise, they keep that promise. They've been doing that keeping promises right here in our region for over 80 years. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, Elwood City. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or give them a call at 888-842-5454. Claypool is that important. He is. I, I see this wide receiver as having a higher ceiling than anyone else on this offense. And I don't believe I'm really stretching it in saying that. He's capable of doing great things in short yardage situations, sweeps, slants, deep downfield. He's got it all, and wait until he fills up, which he will. He'll fill up that upper body and look more like Megatron instead of just occasionally making plays like him. This, this guy's a really, really big deal. And whether or not he stays in Pittsburgh for a second contract, and that's obviously down the road, but... I'm throwing it out now because we're talking about the future. 
Most wide receivers don't with the Steelers. They've had three total receivers take second contracts in the last 20 years. But if he's one of those, if he's somebody who looks like he could be truly special, you would hope, and I express this in an optimistic sense as opposed to a finger-wagging sense, that he really is as smart as he comes across sometimes. I'll repeat, I don't know him. I don't know him. My next human interaction with him will be the first. I don't count Zoom. Do you count Zoom? I don't count Zoom. But there have been times in communicating with him that way that you go, whoa, this this kid's got a head on his shoulders. And you hope that that's the part that that rises above. You know, it has for others in principle because they were able to learn from events like this. He, he's going to get it. He's going to get something. The NFL is not just going to look the other way on this. They can't. Uh, if he doesn't get it from the NFL, I'll be deeply disappointed. I'll be more disappointed in the Steelers than I will be in Claypool if there isn't some kind of action that comes. Just can't you can't you can't do this. You can't allow a lapse in judgment like this to occur without there being a repercussion because then you're sending a message to everybody and you can't do that. Plus you're also sending a message to him. He let that lapse once. He might let it lapse again. Try to find a way to avoid that from happening. I will say this. I hope that the city and the broader nation, that's with a capital N, referring to Steelers Nation, doesn't bury Claypool over this. I'll repeat that my own first impressions of him have been positive. And maybe that'll that'll be what emerges from this. When we come back, just one more. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. back it's time for just one question today's entry comes from swan who asks now that there's been more time to reflect why were the ravens not punished more severely for their covid violations regardless of what the steelers brass may say it did adversely affect their season a simple fine doesn't and shouldn't cut it Uh, swan i i couldn't agree more with you on every count, but beginning with your last one, yes, it absolutely affected the Steelers. You could hear traces of that in some of what the players said 
after the Cleveland loss. Yes, I know, I know, I know. It sounds like really awkward and uncomfortable excuse-making, which is why they were really cautious about how it was worded. Especially after the way that first quarter went against the Browns. It's not like because the Ravens did this a month and a half earlier, then the Steelers were going to snap the ball over Ben's head for a touchdown, and then Ben was going to throw three picks. But there is a cumulative effect. It wasn't just losing Bud Dupree that caused the Steelers to go 1-5 the rest of the way. But the lousy play didn't begin there. The lousy play began well before that. It began in the latter stages of that 11-0 run. Steelers were miserable to watch. Remember the game in Dallas? That was like the first one where you just went, what? Really? What is that? And I could make an argument that this team that had a lot of good things going on, especially earlier in the season, on both sides of the ball, I should remind, absolutely got thrown off. It's funny. All we remember about the offense, all we remember is the way it finished up and how pathetic it was, especially in Cincinnati. That that game is just, that's one that you want to obliterate from your memories, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Never seen anything like that. But early on, you know, the Steelers had some rushing attack. Ben was being really efficient to the extreme that some people were openly advocating that he should be in the MVP running. Yeah, MVP. Yeah, now I'm jogging the memory a little bit there, right? Ben for MVP. But then a couple of things happened, both of them involving Baltimore. Well, no, first of all, let's give the Titans credit because their own debacle cost the Steelers the bye week, all right? Fair is fair. And that threw things off, and the players clearly, evidently had it on their minds because they'd bring it up sometimes when we'd ask about it. No, when we'd ask about something else, and they'd still bring it up. The other thing that went wrong was Baltimore had a strategy. And yeah, I give John Harbaugh more credit for it than I do Ron Rivera and Washington coming in after that. They just basically used what Baltimore did as a blueprint and shut down the offense. They just brought everybody up to the line of scrimmage. They were like, we know, we know you're not going to throw the ball downfield. We know that there's someone over there on that side, on the Pittsburgh side, that doesn't trust the quarterback, maybe even possibly the quarterback himself, to send the ball more than six, seven yards downfield. So you know what? We're just going to adjust. We're going to bring up the entire house to the line of scrimmage. And they did that. And then Washington did that. And then everybody did that the rest of the way. And Cleveland did it in the playoffs. Everybody did it. And the only time the Steelers made anybody pay was in the second half of the Indianapolis game when Ben, I think, had his machismo attacked by seeing Phillip Rivers throw deep downfield in the first half. That, to me, was the bigger issue. That was the bigger reason that things went south in the final third or quarter of the season. 
But there's no doubt in my mind that everything that happened between the Titans and then later on with the Ravens had an impact. It's just a 16-game schedule. It doesn't take much to throw it out of whack. And and that happened, and that, that's something that the Steelers can't have back. Now, they can't say it as an excuse. I can't. I can't. I appreciate the question. That's good stuff. Thanks to everybody for listening today. We will have another Daily Shot of Steelers tomorrow. empowers qualified students to work in full-time paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu slash works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door, your car, your gym locker, your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.